Conversations with Dog. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Dog. This is Susie Gazzi and I am your host. Welcome to today's show where we're talking a little bit about old age and aging of your dog. This is uh, one of the topics that a lot of people are dreading. This is actually one of the things that a lot of people are dreading to such a degree that they are not really even willing anymore to go through it. They've been through it once or twice or maybe three times, and then they're basically saying, I don't ever want to do this again. I don't ever want to have another animal again and go through the process of uh, my animal aging and then inevitably dying. So um, one of the things I'd like to do for you guys is run a clearing on that because all of us that are actually willing to have animals in our lives are opening the door to a totally different possibility, a possibility for you and for the animals alike. And so to me it's always a shame when we are closing that door by making decisions that have to do with the death or the trauma and drama of having an animal because things can go wrong, you can have accidents, your animal can get hurt. All of those things that are making us um, basically shy away from, from the idea of living with an animal or taking care of an animal. So um, let's run some clearings, first of all, that might assist you to get over those points of view so you're not stuck with them at least. So what stupidity are you using to create the fear of animal death that you are choosing? And everything that is for you to start and create all that, please, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So the stupidity processes is something that Gary Douglas and Access Consciousness uh, started using not too long ago because um, he realized that we function from a lot of those points of views that are pretty much just stupidity. And so we have them locked in so dynamically in our entire system that we're functioning from them as if they had some kind of relevance or if they had some kind of validity. So... I'm not calling you stupid when I'm running the process, just know that, uh, but we are functioning from stupidity in so many areas. So what stupidity are you using to create the fear of animal death that you are choosing? And everything that is, will you just join and create all that, please, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, um... So again, everything that you have decided about not ever really wanting to go through the process ever again, will you now destroy and uncreate all of that, please, times a godzillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Everywhere also where you're holding on to how it used to be, instead of just going along with the flow, will you destroy and uncreate all that, please, times a godzillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. 
What I see a lot of people do is when their dog gets older, they have a really hard time with coming along for the ride. In other words, the dog is no longer all this fit. The dog may not be able to play as much, run as much, hike as much, do all these things that maybe you as a person still like to do, but now the dog is not coming along. So instead of looking what else is possible, oftentimes people try to force their dogs to still do as much as they used to do, which doesn't work often, or or they start to separate themselves emotionally and in all other ways and create that separation from the dog so that they are trying to protect themselves from what is really going on. So everything that is, we are just trying to uncreate all that, please, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what stupidity are you using to create the aging that you are choosing? And that is going to run on you and possibly also your point of view about your aging dog. So everything that is, will you just join on create all that, please, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what stupidity are you using to create the fear of your dog's aging that you are choosing? Everything that is, will you just join on create all that, please, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. What stupidity are you using to create the fear of your dog's aging that you are choosing? Everything that is, will you just join and create it all, please? Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. There's a lot of things that come along with that where people start to have points of views. For example, some dogs will start getting uh, little tumors under their uh, skin that are not um, malignant, but they're just sort of hanging there. So they're just those aging little fatty tumors that are hanging there. And a lot of people uh, find their dogs to be very ugly that way, and they can't stand stuff like that. So everything that is, will you just join on create all that, please, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Also, everywhere you have decided that you have to do anything a certain way, how other people are either doing it or how someone else has told you you should be doing it or how you gracefully have your dog age with you, all of those things that you are reading and hearing from anybody else that aren't actually working for you or your dog, will you now please just join and create all of those points of views times a godzillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Look at what actually works for you and look also what works for your dog. So, for example, um, you know, my cat got older and I... For a long time, I decided to have a dog. Well, my cat's point of view was like, hey, there is no dog coming into my house. And I respected that point of view for a very, very long time. And then there came a point in time when I was like, I really desired to have a dog around. And so even though I knew that my cat wasn't liking that, I basically got myself a dog anyway. It wasn't that I didn't tell my cat I was going to do that. I wasn't ignoring her but I was no longer really going along with her point of view, even though I knew what it was. So, But it wasn't coming from this place of like, hey, um, you know, F you, I'm going to basically overrule you now and that's it. 
I was just saying, look, this is really no longer totally working for me. I'd like to have a dog around. I will respect what it is that you require. So in other words, I would never allow the dog to bother you or make your life hell or anything like that. But what else is possible here and how could we do this in a way that works? And at first she was a little bit miffed, but then she actually got over it and you know, she um, she just recently uh, died, and she was over 20 years old. So she was around me for a very long time, and I really respected her and her choices for a very long time. But then it didn't work for me anymore. So what is working for you and what is working for your dog can be two different things, but you have to look at what actually um, can work for both of you and can you make compromises. So in other words, for example, if your dog is getting older and you are a very, very active person and you like to do things, maybe it is for uh, for you um, uh, basically one of those choices that you would like to get a younger dog that will be able to go with you and you can leave the older dog at home. Now, a lot of people think that that is cruel or that that is dishonoring of the dog, but truly, is it dishonoring of the dog or is it just something that might work for both of you? So please have a look at those options because if you're already coming from a place of saying, oh, this isn't going to be honoring of my dog, then did you actually ask the dog and yourself a question or did you just go by some point of view that somebody has about the situation? So again, everything now is, and everywhere that you have listened to other people's erroneous points of views or um, to other people's ideas of what this should look like, will you now destroy and uncreate all that, please, times a godzillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So to me, it is important that you start to look at what is really no longer working for you, but also what is working for you in a different way and what could this look like. And it doesn't even have to be the same thing all the time. It can change. So also everywhere that you are holding on to a point of view or because you've done it one way with your previous dog and now you've decided you have to do it the same way with your current dog, will you just turn and create all that, please, times a godzillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Every animal is totally different. So please be willing to recognize also how different they are from each other and how they are willing to also do different things with you. Now, your older dog may be totally fine with being at home while you are out because sleeping a lot more may be actually what the dog is choosing and liking. And the dog will still enjoy outings with you, but they might look different than they have in the past. And so if you are a very active person and you have decided that you'd like to get a young dog and you've asked your dog, hey, would that work for you? Can we make this work for you? What scenario might actually work for you? And so when this is all working out for everybody involved, then if you are then getting a new dog in, please do not start to feel guilty when you're leaving with the young dog because part of that can literally be an agreement that you have with your dog where you can literally be like, okay, cool, this is certain things now I will be doing with the younger dog, hiking up and down the mountain because my older dog is no longer capable of it. Okay, fine. 
everything can be totally fine as long as you are willing to basically be all of that. If you are starting to become frustrated or worried about what you are doing with your younger dog, then your older dog is starting to have a reaction to it more likely because your older dog is picking up on the feelings of guilt that you're having, on these strange sensations that you're putting out there, making the dog insecure. And then your dog will go, well, what is going on? Why isn't my person being happy? What's going on here? What do I need to do to change this? So your dog will constantly look for like, okay, what... What do I need to do here to change this for your for my person? So that's the place you don't necessarily want to function from or put your dog in. So everything that brought up, will you please destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. A few things that you also want to be doing for your dog as your dog is aging, um, start running more of the access body processes on your dog. The access body processes are phenomenal. And um, if you are familiar with them in terms of your own body, there's a lot of processes that will also run very dynamically on your dog. And um, I'm not going to go into all of them in detail here, but if you are willing to, uh, please go to my website, suzygodsey.com, and look under the archived radio shows. And there is a category called uh, body, I think body and something else, and you, food and body, I think it is. And there you will find some of those body processes there that I talk about in, in those shows. And so uh, I've talked about it in the past. One of them is MTVSS, which is a very, very powerful process that you can run on your dog. Uh, dog's body, um, especially throughout the aging process, can do a really miraculous ways of assisting your body to age, uh, his body to, <laughs> to age very gracefully, your dog's body, her body to uh, age very gracefully. You can run um, things like restoration of uh, the integrity of uh, structure, um, th things like that where literally you're assisting your dog to have an easier way with the idea of aging. Now, one of the things also that you want to be running on your dog when your dog is getting older is the restoration of communion with earth. What that does, it, it will actually assist your dog's body to have a better connection with the earth, which is really a requirement for an aging animal to be able to have a better connection with the earth because the connection to the earth can actually assist your dog also when it's getting closer to the time of uh, death coming. It makes it everything so much easier for you and the dog. So that is one thing, too, that you want to be running for a dog, even if the time of death might be years away. It doesn't matter. The process is not going to bring your dog any closer to death. It'll, it'll just make it easier for the dog to have that connection to the earth so when that time shows up, it's, it's going to be an easier transition. So everything that brought up, will you destroy and uncreate all that, please, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Another process that works really well when your dog is starting to slow down is also called exit stage left. Exit 
stage left is what it's called. And I've done shows about that too. And basically this process also is usually often uh, used for uh, people or animals alike that, that have a terminal disease and are about to die. But again, if you run the process, it is not going to assist your animal in dying quicker. It will just give your animal's body and your animal better choice in the process. So don't worry about it. Even if your dog is years away from that, um, it just gives the body and the animal more choice. So everything that brought up, will you destroy and create all that, please, times a godzillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. I started running this process years and years and years before my cat uh, passed away. So it definitely did not make her go any faster. Um, as a matter of fact, when I started running that process, exit stage left uh, regularly on her body. And it is a hands-on process, so you just put your hands on the body and run the process. Um, when I started doing that, it literally gave... Um, her body um, more of a, a youthful appearance. It was very interesting. She had started being a little bit more wobbly and she started to pick up again and, and got a lot more steady on her feet. So And she stayed very steady till almost the very end. So that was very interesting to me to watch also. So again, everything that is, will you just turn on create all that, please, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what stupidity are you using to create the fear of your dog's aging that you are choosing? And everything that is, will you just join and create all that, please, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So for all of these things, it's really important for you that you are looking at what is going on for you in the process as well as what is going on for your animal and start to really use some of these clearings on yourself and on the animal when you are seeing that you're stuck somewhere. So if, for example, you're already mentally preparing yourself for your animal's death, but your animal isn't even close to that yet, then what are you projecting all the time at your poor dog? So everything that is, will you please just join on create all that times a godzillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So, for example, if you are constantly saying, oh, my dog is getting ready to die soon, even if it's just in your head and you are projecting that energy on your dog, your dog is then picking that up, that energy, and is going, oh, I am supposed to die soon. So then she will do anything to basically further that and make sure that that is where you guys are going or where she is going with her body. So all the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections that you have put on your dog or that anybody has put on your dog about age and aging Will you now destroy and uncreate all that, please, times a godzillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So we have a lot of points of views about aging and dying. And, you know, and a lot of people do too. A lot of people will ask you, well, how old is your dog? Oh, your dog looks so young still. Or, oh, you know, maybe some people won't say that, but in their head they might say, oh, yeah, that dog is going to die soon. I can see that. So everything that is, will you please destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? 
right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So also everywhere where you are not willing to actually uh, just recognize the change that occurs when your dog is aging and that it's just different now. It doesn't have any meaning. It's just different. Well, you just turn on create everywhere that you make that meaningful or that you put meaning in every little part of the process. So everything that is, will you just turn on create all that, please, times a God's name. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So this is important, too, because it's just another phase of being basically in a relationship with your animal. And a lot of people really make this so difficult for themselves. And just instead of seeing that even that process can be enjoyable and can be fun, it just may look different. And again, if you have the urge to really be doing the same things that you have been doing with your dog and your dog is no longer capable, then please ask a question. What else is possible here? What else is necessary here? Maybe it can also be that you are one of the people that says, look, I really don't wish to live with an older dog. Maybe somebody else would be willing to take your dog on at that time. And so all the points of views that you have about, oh my gosh, I would never do that. I would never abandon my dog. Will you just join and create all that, please, times a godzillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Your dog might be grateful to uh, live with somebody else who doesn't have the urge to do the things that your dog used to do with you because your dog just may not be capable. And the way that dogs are, they always want to fulfill whatever it is that you are asking of them. So if they're no longer capable of it, they know that too and they really put there's a lot of pressure that goes on for them as well at that moment because the expectations are no longer something that the dog can deliver. And so for the dog, that can be something where they go into also almost like a depression. So in that case, it might actually be a better solution for everybody involved to find a different home, a home that's better suitable for the dog. And then basically also for you to be able to move on and do something else. But again, if you are approaching the subject with the idea that you are now being a bad dog owner, that you are being a terrible person, that you have failed your dog, that you are that you should never have had an animal because you can't see it through, all this stuff, will you please destroy and create all that times a godzillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. If you're willing to ask the question, if you're willing to truly look at what works for both you and your animal, you might find that there are things that are very different from what you have decided it should be that would actually work for both of you. <laughs> so again, every way where you're functioning from an already preconceived idea of what aging of your dog looks like, Will you now please just join and create all of that, throw it all out, and allow yourself to be truly asking a question and see what might actually work for you. Thank you. So everything that doesn't allow that, will you now just join and create all that, please? Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what stupidity are you using to create the fear of your dog's aging that you are choosing? 
And everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate all that, please, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Now, another thing is um, with your dog getting older, one of the things you just want to be aware of is that you don't necessarily want to leave your dog at home all the time or you don't want to necessarily now stop all activities with your dog. You just want to see how you can reduce the amount a little bit, but you don't want to stop it altogether. Because oftentimes what people do is they then start to really put their dog in this place of where they are offering too little exercise, too little movement. And if you do that, your dog will, uh, your dog's body will actually start to age even faster. So um, please look at, at your dog's body too and ask your dog's body some questions because sometimes, of course, the dog as the being doesn't age. And so the being wants to still play and please you and do all these things with you and the body isn't coming along all that great anymore. So then you have to start asking the body some questions. First of all, you can ask the body questions like, okay, the nutrition that I have been giving you, does that require change now at a certain age? You know, if you see your dog's physicality changing, ask some questions. Okay, do I uh, need to change the way that we are exercising? Do you require some assistance with certain things that maybe in the past you didn't need any assistance with? For example, is getting in the car harder for you now? Do you need me to help you with that? Um, you know, do you require a ramp to get up on the bed? Um, do you, you know, things like that. What What is required for your dog's body to have more ease with the situation? And you just start asking these questions so that you can then start adjusting basically to a different way of being with your dog. But at the same time, don't uh, put your dog onto um, uh, this place of like, oh, just touching your dog with with basically a a velvet glove. You want to be able to also see, okay, I would like to keep moving your body. So how much movement can your body take without it? throwing your body over the edge, meaning not killing your body, but sometimes um, we may be pushing a little bit too hard and then the body needs a couple of days to recover. Well, if that's the case, you have pushed a little bit too hard. Okay, so next time you will know. Um, A one-hour walk was great. A a one-and-a-half-hour walk put the body over the edge. Okay, cool, so a one-hour walk works now, but you also have to take into consideration was that one-hour walk on a flat surface, was it in sand, was it up and down the hills, and how hot was it on that particular day, or how cold was it on that particular day. All of those things will also influence the way that the body is reacting to whatever is going on. So you just want to start... Um, looking at that stuff and then also you want to start asking questions while you're on the walk. So um, you might have actually experienced that yourself. You go on a walk or you go on a you're going to hike and, you know, on the way out, you're all enthusiastic and then you're walking and walking and all of a sudden you're like, ooh, wait a minute, I also have to go home. <laughs> so hmm, maybe it's time to turn around. 
So your dog doesn't have that capacity to think about that uh, in you know in terms of like making a a choice like that. Uh, the dog wouldn't wouldn't necessarily give you a sign of like, hey, I'm not going to be able to walk all the way back here if you keep taking me now. So what you want to do there is you you want to basically allow for yourself to start asking questions on on the walk on the hike, and you want to go, oh, okay, so. Uh, can you still come back with me? How is your body? How fit is your body? Is it time to turn around? So the biggest thing that you may be catching on to here as well is please be willing to ask Have the willingness to ask questions on a daily basis of your dog and your dog's body. And you will have a much easier time with this particular phase in your dog's life and I really want to encourage you to have fun with this. This can be a fun endeavor. This does not have to be something dreadful. This does not have to be something sad. This can be a fun time too. It is just different. So if you look at it from a place of from the point of view that it is different, then uh then you may have an easier time than if you are choosing to make it sad. So um, that being said, we're almost at the end of our show here, so I hope you enjoyed uh, this little topic today. And please, if you ever want to have a specific topic for me to talk about, go to my website, suzygodsey.com, and go to the inquiry page, and you can send me a note, and I will make a show just about whatever it is that you would like to hear about So thank you so much for joining me today for this episode. I am really grateful you were on and listening. And I hope you got a couple of uh, tips and tricks. And also uh, keep running the clearing and uh, see what else might show up for you. So we'll see you again uh, next week. And thank you so much for joining me today for Conversations with Dogs. Bye-bye. Conversations with Dog. Mm-hmm.